In a world of bland podcasts, one stands above them all. One called Staggering Stories, featuring the one bent on world domination. Kneel before El Presidente. The borderline psychotic. <coughs> Mike Mikowicki. Mike Mikowicki. Him. The one who stalks people around supermarkets. It's not the first time I've had a pole in my hand. The tabloid hack. I'm going to insert you in Crumbly in a minute. The Morris Dancer. Oi, come back with my pipe! And featuring the bold one who does the silly voices. That's all I was saying. Yes, I mean, oh, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Staggering stories. Six people. No, sometimes five. Or maybe even four. Gathering round microphones to come out with inane gibberish and sometimes a well-formed and coherent comment. And a random head, the head of Pertwee. Staggering stories. You'll like it, but you won't know why. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of staggering stories podcasts. Sorry, the word is catching for a moment. Just, just this, spit it out there. This is touch of, um, podcast. <laughs> Somebody connecting up to the electrical grid. <laughs> Anticipation. Where are we? 183? Yep. yep. 183. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, right. Here's the news with El Presidente. Quickfire News Roundup. Oh, oh, oh okay. Jing. I've not had time. He, I've not had time. He he's, hasn't written anything down. I haven't written anything at all. Oh. Well, it's usually typed anyway, would you? Shall I start then? Go for mm-hmm. it. Those North Koreans can now watch Doctor Who. Ooh. Yeah. Does he have to have the same hairstyle as um, Kim Il-jong? Probably. I don't know if mm. they CGI that in. Mm. It looks like uh, Matt Smith's series is going to be on uh, North Korean TV. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Well, no idea it's going to be censored at all. Yeah, I was going to mm. say. Any cuts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Norks will get it. So, mm. so it'll make more sense to them than it does to us. <laughs> <laughs> Bow ties may be cool there. Yeah. They're not letting out any official secrets there. Yeah. But with no. unit. I must say, as an, as an addendum to that article, there was an article in the... There was an advert placed in the um, in a b- local barber's window, and it had a picture of um, right, the aforementioned North Korean dictator. Oh, yes, I've been hearing about this. Yeah. Yes, and uh, saying 15% off, you know, sort of bad hair day, sort of 15% off all um, haircuts. And apparently two officials from the North Korean embassy sort of went in there, sort of taking great umbrage at their dear leader's... Um, Image being... <laughs> Pillar it, oh, take it in vain. Mm, yes, should be proud. Is he mm. being plastered up there in a window? Mm. Yeah, and a, and a hairdresser. Please well. don't hurt me. Right. <laughs> I have a bit of news, but oh. I might need some spoiler music. Spoiler music. Well, we've had Alex Armstrong in Doctor Who and the Yum. voice of Mr. Smith. Yum. We Yum. now have Ben Miller has been cast as a villain in Series Eight. Ooh. Ooh. Is he from the Ark? 
Well, it doesn't, say, <laughs> yes, it, it doesn't say what villain he is, but amongst the fans, the word seems to be that he might put in a masterfully performance. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure I believe a word. I don't yeah. know. I hope I hope he's in it, but I'm not. He's in it, but it hasn't yeah. actually been yeah. said what villain he's going yeah. to be. Mm. Rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. I don't rhubarb. see him being a master personally. No. No. Why not? I don't know. I just don't don't want him in the part. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Ben. You, you got to something against Mr. Miller? Grow a beard, Miller, and we'll talk. <laughs> Happily married man. <laughs> <laughs> right. A couple of episodes ago, we mentioned the Hero miniseries. Ah, Hero oh, yes. Reborn. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. Well, the, the catchphrase for the original one was, well, save the cheerleader, save, save the, the world. world. Yeah. Did they manage either? Well, I th- <laughs> think the first season they did, sort okay. of. Didn't save times, the series. But, no, didn't save the series, and I she think... kept dying but coming back. I think, but I think in the last Rory. episode she was you know, sort of just about to throw herself off a big wheel. Oh. Yeah, well, this one is going to be, you can't save the world because there's no cheerleader in it. Nope. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, no. the, the actress Hayden... I can't even pronounce it. Hayden, Hayden Panettiere. Thank you, I'm not... I'm going to attempt to pronounce it. Hasn't even been asked. As of she this, claims. As of this mm. point, yes. She so, hasn't been asked. So she's dead and she's staying dead? Well, could be, could okay. be. Maybe like recast her. Could be. Mm. She's yep. a little old now to be a, well, to be cheerleader. a cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. She's about 25. Well, only about yeah. 10 years to it, it depend, <laughs> depends when it's set. You know, have they moved on or, 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 yeah, or has she had surgery? You never know. Mm. Well. She could be a teacher teaching other cheerleaders. Could never be. Know. Yeah. Could be. Could so be. what's going to happen about Silo then? I don't know. I do or not unless he's off playing, playing Mr. Spock. Yeah. Yes, I do not have that information about Spocky. Mm-hmm. Miniseries meaning sh- uh, a small amount of episodes? Well, it's, it's, episodes? It's, yeah, it's going to be a one-off small amount of episodes, but they're also talking about doing a prequel series. Lovely. Mm. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just so, going to milk it. It hasn't been off for yeah. ages. And... Yeah. I, don't know where, well, I don't know what the truth of that is, but... Uh, Yes. Mm. As the saying goes, there's falsehood and there's truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right, so we have some news for uh, He-Man fans. Yay! <laughs> He-Man! There is now a new director for the Master of the Universe film. Oh, oh he has the power! He's the guy who did Kick-Ass By 2, the power Jeff of Grey Skull. Oh. Okay. Who? See, I, I wasn't aware of a film coming. No, no not, 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 not a surprise for me. Happy <laughs> Easter, me. Mm. I, I never saw the uh, the original. Well, I haven't yet, anyway. It's on our list to watch at some point. Yes, yes. yes I've yes. just pulled the DVD. You, you, so. You've just managed to... Procure. Where did you get it from? Because you had to search, didn't you? Yeah, eBay in America. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> took a while to get here. All, but... all copies have been burnt. Yeah. Except for the one that found in eBay It was America. so cheap and brand new. And over here, it's... I went to see the. I went to see the original at the cinema. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> As you've probably seen on my sort of uh, film on the uh, spreadsheet for film reviews, I think I called it um, camp outdated and but curiously watchable. Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> I liked the cartoon He Man and that, She Man. Yeah, that yeah, was the problem with the film. It never had Orko. Yes. Uh, did it have a nice moral at the end, though? Did it have who, sorry, a moral at the end? No, the no, film didn't no, have a moral no. at the end. Mm. We could make our own. Don't watch on. Courtney Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Always floss after meals. <laughs> Jerry Anderson fans across the mm. country are either cheering for joy or groaning with horror. Oh. 
Wow. Back alive. Terrorhawks <laughs> to return on audio. Oh, 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 oh just that, on audio. That's, that's yeah. yeah. Anderson Entertainment and Big Finish are thrilled oh. to announce the oh. return of Terrorhawks. Hmm. They're going to be doing a Big Finish short range with the original Terrorhawks cast mm-hmm. doing Is the it voices. The short range because they don't see it lasting very long. <laughs> no, I think it's 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 eight episodes at this mm-hmm. point. Okay. So two I think box sets maybe. Is Winter Davis still alive? And seen. Oh, He's right. the voice of. He yeah, was the voice zeroids. of the. Uh, Zeroids, mm. yeah. yeah. Oh, in that well, case, it's going to be Jeremy Hitchin is going to play Einstein hero. Oh, Tiger Einstein, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I apologise for the pronunciation. <laughs> so Bobby Stevens is going to play 101, Hawkeye and Young Star. Dennis Breyer is going to play Zelda and Mary Falconer. Okay, well, a tentative yay then, because I haven't rewatched Terrorhawks yet. <laughs> I remember seeing him as a child. Even mm. the end credits were quite good. I don't remember much. Yeah, I did like that. Nick Briggs, who is the producer, I believe, of this little endeavour, said. I'm a huge fan of Terry Anderson. Terry, Terry Anderson? <laughs> He's got that brother. Yeah. Yeah. He used to do the porno. He's <laughs> it a different kind of puppet. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Jerry Anderson's great TV shows, and for quite some time it's been my personal ambition for Big Finish to produce a series based on the great man's work. I was lucky enough to meet his son Jamie a year or so ago, and for a while now we've been working towards this moment. Terrorhawks is a glorious slice of authentic Anderson, packed with larger-than-life characters, exciting stories, and great futuristic technology. It's going to sound awesome, and we hope to add a visual dynamic too. I'm really excited about this. A visual dynamic. Visual dynamic. Yeah. I have um, to say... I, CGI? Yeah. Well, there is a part of me that says, there are certain Anderson stuff I'd love to hear on audio. Mm-hmm. I think this is one range I won't be following <laughs> on being finished. I, I hated Terrorhawks! I got to admit, it could have been well, the fact really that I was... I was it. too old for mm. Terry Hawk. Yeah. 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 I'm quite willing to admit that. It. it was shown at an odd hour. It was sort of the 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock slot right. on ITV. And, yeah, I think there's a lot of choices they could have done. Uh, Thunderbirds, uh, Captain Scarlet, Space 1999, mm. UFO. Yeah. yeah. I would like Captain Scarlet. They did a CGI yeah, version. Yeah, CGI version yeah. of that, yeah. 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 Well, the less said about the live-action version of uh, Thunderbirds, the better. I mean, like... <laughs> well, the race I know, I'm, I'm not saying that they do a, an audio version mm. of Thunderbirds. You know, it's just a mere suggestion. Yeah. But there again, how many of the original cast of um, Thunderbirds are they still could, alive? They I mean, could recast. They could. They did it for Sapphire and Steel. I mean, it was Shane Rimmer. He must be in his 80s now. Yeah. He is, yeah. Mm. He's just done the gunfighters. All I mean, um, Captain Blue, uh, Ed Bishop. Yeah, he's no I mean, sort of, he's no longer with us. Yeah, yeah. No, really. They are doing new Thunderbirds, aren't they? Yes, I didn't know about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. doing CG Thunderbirds. All right. I was the perfect age for Terror Hawk, so I might change <laughs> yes, it Yes, unfortunately, I really wasn't. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Uh, Josh Whedon Ooh. has released his new film in the cinema right. and on the internet. Okay. You can download it. Paris Bay. No, you can download it for three pounds. It's uh-huh. in your eyes, apparently. Mm. That's the oh, name. Okay, I've heard as well. It's kept it pretty quiet. It's a yeah. Kylie song, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, released on the Tribeca Film Festival at the moment, or ah. about now, and it's also being released if you can download it for three pounds. Okay, well, that's not bad for three pounds. Mm. Yeah. Probably only on well, iTunes, though. Probably mm. only on yeah. iTunes, but it's no good to the rest of us. Yep. Hmm. I've just picked up a bit of news here that's been released today, Monday the 21st of April. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes. Archive footage relating to Doctor Who is among thousands of films now available to view on the British Pathé YouTube channel. 
of particular interest to Doctor Who fans will be the film clip of the 67-68 School Boys and Girls Exhibition at Olympia, which at the start briefly shows a Cyberman and Yeti with onlookers. So it seems to be old Pathé newsreels yep. that have got bits of Doctor Who in it. That would be interesting. Mm, yeah. It's on the YouTube, so just look for British Pathé. Pathé, mm. for any of you that don't know how it's spelled, is P-A-T-H-E. Mm-hmm. With an accent over the With E. With an accent over the E, but we'll put it's a fun. link in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Orphan Black. Oh, back. yes, yes. This coming week, in fact, 30th this... of April, or when is that when this goes out? I'm not sure. I know, I know it's mm. just started showing in the US. Yeah, yeah. So we're very hot on the heels compared to the last season. We were yeah, way about half a year. Yeah. But now we're uh, pretty close. On BBC Three, oh, while, it while it's still exists. there, yeah. I recommend you watch Orphan Black. It's mm. Saturday. Yeah, it's then, that, yeah. yeah, it started in the US on Saturday the 19th of April and will be here on Wednesday the 30th of April. Right. I've not seen quite it. Lucky, really. Watch I, it. It's very good. I thought Adam was going to tell us someone was dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, dead. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't yes. know if that's genuine or not. I imagine it is, but uh, I'm not quite sure how this works. Please Apparently, uh, Gillian have donated her hair to New Star Wars. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, I heard this. Yes. I'm not sure where this hair comes from. I mean, in terms of the first time she cut her hair, ah. Ah. which I thought had turned into a wig, unless she's given the mm. wig to them. Which one did you eBay? That, that was the, n- the most. <laughs> <laughs> I'd imagine it's the first time, because she had a lot mm. of hair, and it yeah. wouldn't have had too, mu- too much time to grow long in between times. Because she's been doing some pickups the last yeah, couple of shots. weeks, so she may have cut, yeah. a, cut her hair, shave her head again, I'm not mm. sure. Mm. So that maybe from that time they've done I, I just have to ask, are you going to be adoring a Wookiee from now on? Because <laughs> that's where it's going to end up. Yeah, just, Wookie. just to refresh, <laughs> just to refresh <laughs> our memories, I mean, um, <laughs> when is Guardians of the Galaxy due for release? Uh, August, isn't it? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> There's also uh, Oculus coming up sometime. Yes. Yeah. July for us, I think. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. Apparently very good. <laughs> so, go look at it. Well, I don't suppose we've got any addendums, because we've done that ad hoc as we've, we've done most of the addendums <laughs> now. So. News live. Mm. Well, the only addendum I could add is you know, anyone who hasn't, go over to YouTube to see the uh, trailer for the uh, Peanuts movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. You plugged that last time. Yeah, you yes. did. Yes. Oh. Yes. What's wrong with plugging it again? <laughs> the double plug seconds. And now, dear listeners, for your delight in delectation, we present our, well, dissection of, if that's the right term. <laughs> term. Probably for this one, yeah. <laughs> the mark of the Rani. Now, we should say that we, our original plan was to do Time the Rani, yeah. but that was vetoed. Yeah. Any of you complain about this one? Let's get the record straight. The first one we were going to do was Time of the Rani that was vetoed by Karen, who yes. isn't here. Yeah, yeah indeed. <laughs> Splitter. Mark yeah. of the Rani. Mark of the Rani, right. What the heck was that dress she was wearing? Pat, there's a scene cut at the beginning we don't see in the TARDIS that there asks why yeah, yeah. Perry looks the like humbug. a Disney princess. Well, they do make sure they get out of TARDIS. This does not like uh, cute singing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that still doesn't answer why she's dressed as a Disney princess to go visit Kew Garden. Why <laughs> not? Very particular <laughs> events there. I, think, I don't know. It, it seems to inflate her chest. Yeah. It's up round the, the chin. The dress seems to start mm. from the chest rather yeah. than the waist. It's the puffball sleeves. It's the crinoline underskirts. So, mm. There's no period in time other than a Disney film that that <laughs> dress yeah. would have mm. been worn. Well, you think... Well, compared uh, to Collins' outfit. I think <laughs> well, yeah. the intention was... Like Back to the Future and Stephen's cowboy 
outfit. It was meant to be a Mickey take, the yes. preconceived. So she was already watching. wearing yeah. that on the way to Kew Gardens. Yes, yes. yes. Right, okay. yes. So why she would even bother to get dressed? What chance are there of them actually getting to Kew Gardens? Yeah, yeah. yeah. she should so have known by why, now. Why was she going to Kew Gardens? Botany. She's a botany, 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 botany student. Uh, so. She does give out a little bit of botany advice, doesn't she, yes. about uh, endangered species yeah. along the way? Yeah. That's dead. That's dead. <laughs> That's, That's dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say with this one, it's nothing against Nicola, but I really was never that keen on Perry. Perry, really? Okay. Well, and, I mean, she's a little and whiny I, at times. I was yeah. going to say, her stutter and her whine, after about the first 15 minutes, got right on my wick. I don't think oh her assets appealed to you or me. <laughs> no. Mm. She's really looked better in the old leotard. I, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll give her that. The, the, well, once she got, hard one size too got small. past the initial yeah. um, presentation. <laughs> <laughs> the but, wrapping, as it were. Once you unwrap <laughs> the wrapping. But, <laughs> <laughs> my problem with this story is it spent, whatever it was, 90 minutes going nowhere for no reason. Yeah. The master drags him there with a seemingly no plot. He ends up hijacking the Rani's <laughs> yeah. do, w- doing, so to speak. The Rani's just there draining brain fluid. It's like, <laughs> God bless Jane and Pippa Baker. They've done some wonderful stories, but this is not it one was of not them. Wonderful. This is the thing. They, they created such a wonderful character in the Rani. Yeah. They just couldn't write for her both times. They could yeah, not write for the Rani. Anthony Ailey was contracted, wasn't he, to appear he once was, at least one season. Yeah. Oh, right. Could have shoved him in Time Lash, but they mm. shoved him in Mark <laughs> yeah. Could have worked in there, actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It was just like, I just said again, this is a pointless story. This is, <laughs> there is no plot to this <laughs> the, whatsoever. The, the, the one good thing about the story is at one point, Colin takes off the costume and puts on some brown yeah. overalls. Yes, he's in yeah. He mm. does. Apparently, he bends down to pick up some coal dust to wipe it on his face. And that happened perfectly in rehearsal. Yeah. When it came to filming it, a dog had been in to relieve itself oh, from the exact area yeah. where he was. It, uh, one, ones or twos. I, I can't remember from <laughs> the story. Twos, I believe. I assume yeah. it's twos by the smudging on his face. Is oh, that no. the word, smudging? <laughs> Skidding? I don't know. But uh, as far as Colleen's costume goes, it's when you see him in the location work, in the forest shots, that you realise how bad it is. Because yeah. yeah. it really stands out. Considering the time, I think the production for this was a very high quality. Oh, yeah. The tree. But, in the, but that is, yeah, the but, tree but, with the exception. The yeah. tree, tree being the exception to the rule. But I think the purpose of that is the majority of this, it was set, filmed on location mm. in, yeah. the, in a yeah. functioning museum. That's right. And that was because of some sort of cancellation with the BBC's film crew. Mm. Yeah. So John Nathan Turner just lapped that up and said, right, we'll have that, stick that on location because it would have looked very different had oh, they have God, not yeah. had all that location oh, yeah. work. Well, I mean, yeah. it, gives I mean them, it gave them more time to spend money on Varney's TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which exactly. was drastically different from the doctors. The yeah, looks really good. Mm-hmm. Quite yeah. pastel and eighties now, but it but, still yeah. looks really but, good. Well, as I say, if you consider at the time, any other TARDIS you saw was just the doctor's TARDIS repainted. Yeah, yeah. it looked mm-hmm. well, yeah. 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 <laughs> it looked quite solid. The Rani's yeah. TARDIS. It also was big. Yeah. And the first time it actually had a big console. Yeah. Because, because yeah. I'm yeah. a, I'm Very a <laughs> because, one, but. because I'm a sad guy. Note these things. It was actually looked like it was operated like your operator as as anything you didn't actually touch controls your hands get within a certain distance oh, mm. ther- ther- oh, right. ther- 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 a bit like 
like the silent TARDIS. Yeah, yeah. 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 She didn't actually operate the controls because her hands were sort of hovering over the top ah, of it. She didn't actually yeah. touch anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But apart from the dodgy tree, apart from Perry's costume and the Doctor's costume, the <laughs> design the do- work... And the dog poo on his face. And the dog poo. The design work was actually quite good. Yeah, mm, was, sets, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sets looked part of the surrounding Very location. Very in period. Yeah. The bathhouse. It, it looked bath wonderful. House. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also... <laughs> yeah. Also, the soundtrack was actually quite appropriate for once. A lot of those 80s ones could be a bit mm. jarring. And mm. if you consider, it's Jonathan Gibbs who did Warriors of the Deep and Vengeance on Varos, who's doing the same soundtrack. Yeah. Mm. Actually quite lucky. It wasn't meant to be, though, was it? No, because I think on the DVD there's another soundtrack, isn't there? Uh, yeah, John Lewis was originally hired to do it, but dropped dead. Oh, OK. <laughs> what do you mean he's... Yeah. <laughs> I knew there'd be one somewhere. Which is rather inconvenient. Yeah. But in fairness to him, it's terrible. Mm. I haven't actually heard the Oh, well, stick one. it in. Oh, I have to give it a go, yeah. <laughs> As, uh, I'd like to point out uh, Kate Amara. Mm-hmm. She, she'd come from Dallas. Yes. Doing Dallas and... Uh, Triangle. Dynasty. 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 Didn't she do Dallas in between the two Rani I think stories, I, I, I don't right? know, but she was a very high-class actress. Oh, yeah. Mm. And she came in and she played it straight. She didn't yeah. play it up she didn't muck around with it I she thought she was wonderful she, she yeah, was really I, on the there's that, that, that's a bit at the end where they're trying to escape her and the master and she's shouting at him with such venom and yeah. just the yeah <laughs> you're just a clown master and, and, and we <laughs> actually was. find out that uh, time lords do have ghoulies yeah. yes. she, she out needs and him she needs him by the look on Anthony Ainley's face mm. they, I get the feeling she didn't pull her no she needs him in a sensitive area it would have been a great episode just those two trying to escape the, the pull of the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the TARDIS. I, I do have to question her abilities as a scientist of reputed. Yeah, yeah, a chemical side. She can't actually synthesize serotonin. Oh, my God. It's a She can make amino acids to keep baby dinosaurs mm. in, but we can't synthesize well, it, serotonin. It, it, well, how, how do you know she, she didn't nick the amino acids from somewhere else? I'll tell yeah. you. She was mixing it in a jar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another thing she's not very good at is hiding her own TARDIS because she just yeah. put screen in front of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it did look like a wardrobe and possibly was deliberate. Yes, yeah, it did uh, look okay. like a bit a of a trap because yeah. it was certainly certainly in time in the run. It's a sort of a, a metal pyramid. It was, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, and and the inside was a CSO effect. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, no, the inside of that one was. I, I started thinking you don't actually want to change the column in our TARDIS and the rest of it, but that was a gorgeous TARDIS. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see that at the experience. Yeah. 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 They'd have to recreate it, no they doubt. Would do, they, they would do. They would, I doubt, whether it survived. Yeah. Get on it, fans. Because certainly in, what is it, the EastEnders, Children in Need Special. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Was again, in time. I was trying to blank it out, but yeah. had too much. Again, it's, it's too traumatic. The, it's the repainted Doctor's TARDIS. Mm. It is. They oh, just was sort it? Of put yeah, a coloured yeah, gel on the time yeah, motor, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. And yeah. did you notice, sorry to cover it, but Dimensions in Time, there was a carpet <laughs> and it had a similar pattern to the Rani's jacket in Mark of the Rani. Oh, really? The carpet oh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> she had. Uh, Simon behind Roundels and she yeah, did. Like, yeah. <laughs> best place for her. Stuff we're trying to forget. <laughs> I mean, okay, we, we all accept the naff tree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What were they thinking? What were they thinking? There is no way you could have made that realistic. No. Except you could have cut to a real tree. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe just had a fake arm. Yeah. yeah it, I mean, it looked stunning. There was nothing wrong with predominantly most of the acting. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. had no 
Again, it's Pip and Joan Baker. They have wonderful ideas, they just can't write them down. I think the yeah. best thing about Mark of the Rhine is that it really does stand out for series 22 as well, because it of the location work. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I did yeah. like the special effects of the mines exploding. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. really, really good. Big except explosion. when you focus in on the tree, obviously. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed this. And I, this is probably the first season I had fully on yeah. VHS. Yeah. yeah. Time, well, even. What a place to start. I know. I, mean, <laughs> I had five doctors then, mm. didn't get anything until beginning of the season, really. <laughs> didn't keep anything, anyway. So I've got uh, good memories of this one. And I always yeah. enjoyed it as a child. And even watching it now, it seems fine to me. Okay, there's not much going on. <laughs> but I like the characters. Yeah. Even yeah. The historical characters like Stevenson and all this. Yeah. Mm. It's a very interesting period interesting all the Luddites and everything educational yeah <laughs> educational. I have to agree and you know yeah. it was funny the other day I went to visit my nan and apparently she'd been to where they were filming oh really oh, yeah. yeah she went yeah. with a trip with her friends about a year ago I was really jealous of someone invited me I suppose in a way it's probably one of the few remaining historical Doctor Who's where I know the Rani and the Master are aliens but they're humanoid they're, they're, they're humanoid aliens no, yeah. rather yeah. than it being mm. a monster yeah. alien yeah. Yeah. BM that's actually interfering in yeah. I think that's what's so refreshing about it really yeah, and it is interesting that Master's completely outclassed not yeah. by the Doctor this time oh, yeah. but by the she gets so annoyed with a pair of them she just wants to throw them both yeah. down the <laughs> child. she just wants to get on with her work <laughs> that's some pure scientific just collect, harvest this stuff and get out of it that's all yeah. she's interested yeah. in she, as they say she's amoral not immoral yeah. Like mm-hmm. yeah. which is quite interesting it is a shame they haven't brought her back yet Yeah, obviously I'd have to regenerate but yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I think God bless Kate O'Mara. But even if they brought the Rani back, and if she'd still been with us, they would have probably have regenerated. Oh, she, was, oh, yeah. she was 80, wasn't she? I don't know. No, she, she was, was only about 70 ish, something like that. Yeah, I think the most you could have thought would be that they might use her as a regeneration scene, yeah. into, mm. but I don't think she would have actually been cast no. as the Rani now. Yeah, definitely the better of her two stories. Oh, yeah, mm, I think yes. so. Um, <laughs> seen time running for quite a long time but well, um, I, I, I saw it not so long ago when I went through my Sylvester McCoy series yeah, it was I, my first Doctor Who ever Mark, uh, Time in the Rani what really? I do remember of Time in the Rani I know we're meant to go in a muck but the only outstanding things and the only things that saved it for me was the acting of Sylvester and the acting of Kate O'Mara mm. I remember hating pulled, the acting of Sylvester when I first watched yeah, it they yeah, pulled it out. was this clown <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did doctor. like this, the special effects in Time yeah. but uh, I do remember remember Mark of the Rani I remember the the trolley scene the cliffhanger yes. and I yeah. remember seeing the same clip in the lead into the episode the next week so although I've got fragmented memories that I do is... remember both episodes I, I have to say the cliffhanger was a little bit you know Buck Rogers it was yeah. Flash yeah. I, it gets to the point he's about to fall into the hole <laughs> cut next week he gets he actually doesn't get anywhere near falling I in the hole <laughs> the funny thing is they stop the action to put him onto another track it's like yeah. he's rolling down the hill and that's bad enough out of control and then they put him on a track so he's going in a direction he's definitely going yeah. somewhere yeah. they stop the action from putting from here to here yeah. Yeah. some of the accents were a bit oh they were a bit dire yeah. we're over the shop but that's it but then you know no I have to say Thank you very much for letting me have to watch this one, and and may we not review it for another <laughs> twenty thirty no, years. No, I think it's unfair. I think it's quite good. But. Yeah, I do enjoy Mark. Do you want to join good. us on commentaries? <laughs> yeah. You don't yes. want me on the commentary of this one. <laughs> 
I did sit there going, why am I watching this? <laughs> and it, it was maybe it was be one of the first times Perry didn't say all these corridors look the same to me. There wasn't any corridors mm. in yeah. it. Yeah. That's another good thing about it. No corridors. My, my <laughs> main memory from a kid watching this was the dog in the first episode. Oh, the yeah. rabid dog. Oh, yes. mm. I, I just, just my memory is of that dog being the main protagonist of the story. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how the dog got the doctor onto the trolley, but... <laughs> the dog was more villainous than the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> that was more of a threat. <laughs> Give it a watch. Yeah. <laughs> but can I advise you to be very drunk? <laughs> and, and check out the alternative... As long as you are over 18 or in a state where you are allowed to drink. Or not, whatever works you... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, check out the alternative incidental music. It won't take long for you to switch it back off again. <laughs> it's all good. There's like, also an Easter like egg on this one. Mm. Oh, yes. Which is all of the different intro and outro tra- trailers for um, Mark of the Rani. Oh, over the credits, you mean, and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Next week, the Rani returns. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's about five... <laughs> shoulder pads. For something that was only two parts, there's about five or six Great. different... Um, trailers. Yeah, I think okay. they're regionals and also ah. trailers yeah. that they were showing okay. coming was, up mm. next week. I was going to say, I've, at home, I think I've still got it on video, I've got the four-episode version of yeah. Mark of the Rani, where it's... I did a four-episode version. They did, yeah, when For they sold it abroad. Yeah, okay. I've got the timeline. Yeah. Tell me, Two tell dogs. me, the first the first break was where he's hanging from the tra- chain. Oh God, what was the first break? It's got to be where he's hanging from the chain. Dog growls at him. I know one of the cliffhangers is really silly. He, uh, the doctor asks where someone is out of an office, and he looks over his shoulder and then goes to run out, and that's where it ends. <laughs> that would be the third one. Yeah, that'd be towards the end. <laughs> and uh, no maggots were harmed in the filming of the story. <laughs> no. And uh, the quote of the story has to be the master Luke. I want you to swallow this very special sweet meat (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going to pick up on that one I sat there thinking mm. this is going to appeal to Scott so watch it it'll go like a rocket Here's another game. Eggs of Doom. Between each uh, following segments, you have to guess what's in the Kinder Egg before I open it. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. Have we got choices? This is the boys or girls ones or what the it's, toys are. On the front, the it's got a picture of Spider-Man and the Hulk. If that's uh, wow. Yeah, a bit of a Marvel. dead giveaway, that is. Uh, kinder <laughs> surprise, somebody doesn't know, is obviously a chocolate mm. egg with yeah. a toilet. Uh-huh. I think, I think it's going to be the spider Mobile. Mm. Spider Mobile. Spider car. Spider Mobile. What's, what's the Spider Man's enemy in this one? Venom. Uh, no, 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 ele- no. The enemy in this one is Electro, Rhino, and Goblin. Mm. I reckon it might Wino, be. Rhino, did you say? Rhino. 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 I reckon it might be Goblin. Oh, dear. I- I'm going to go retro and mm. say it's a callback to the early 90s and it's a little crocodile or frog playing golf. If it is one of those, oh. don't eat the chocolate. It's probably mm. quite old. I was going, I was going to say a vault containing the Ebola virus, but you, know. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> no, it is a. I think it's meant to be a little Hulk. Oh, I think his head's meant to open or something. Oh dear! Oh. <laughs> uh, default. Don't make him angry. <laughs> I don't know quite what it was meant to do. But he's, he's just clicking. broken his neck. He's clicking. You can turn his head, I suspect. He's about to explode. D- are you winding him up? He's got very big ears. Yeah. Don't pull his head. <laughs> 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 Not meant to do that. Well, no. we've got a clicking Hulk. A clicking, a clicking Hulk. Hulk. Yes. Clicking Hulk. That's okay. this time. 
Next time uh, there'll be another. Oh, okay. Did anybody get that? No. 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 no, no I love half a Kinder Egg, though. Every <laughs> <laughs> mouth. I love Kinder Eggs. Although I would point out Hulk is the same colour as a frog or crocodile. There are instructions here, and apparently you can take Top of his head off and connect oh. him to another body. He's got uh, conjoined Ooh. twins. Oh, okay. Oh, that's like a Teletubby. <laughs> Does that mean there might be another body in no, another no, Kinder Egg? No, the Bruce Banner. Mm. Ah, oh, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> Rather weird. Very will be that. And a bit disturbing. Maybe we could force it on one of the Lego Matt Smiths or mm. something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Smith hulking out. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> And now, dear listeners, for your delighting delectation, we present to you another riveting and rousing round of Cards Against Humanity. Oh, dear. I want to say yay, but... (laughs) But you've read your cards. I've read the cards. There may be some censorship involved. (laughs) Some? (laughs) I got 99 problems, but blank... Ain't one of them. I got running out of semen. (laughs) The profoundly handicapped. Wifely duties. (laughs) The French. (laughs) I think the French. (laughs) I'll be nice to the French. (laughs) Today on the Jeremy Carl Show, help, my son is... Whipping it out. <laughs> German dungeon poem. Copping a feel. A defective condom. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to go with whipping it out. <laughs> Sounds more... Um... Question. Mm. What will always get you laid? African children. A middle-aged man on roller skates. <laughs> the honey monster. Oh, okay. Batman! <laughs> Everybody gets one. Yep. I have to go with African children. Just because it's so inappropriate. Yep. <laughs> right, this is a two-part one. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. I've got I two answers. Let's change my answer oh. thing. Mm-hmm. Channel 4 presents... The North. The story of... Okay, well, I can, oh, sorry. Fill, I can fill in both blanks. Yep. Here, read it again. Yeah. Channel 4 presents... William Shatner... <laughs> In the sudden appearance of the Go Compared Man. (laughs) What? It's destroying the evidence. (laughs) The story of... Coat hanger abortions. (laughs) (laughs) Children on leashes. (laughs) A sad hand job. (laughs) (laughs) Which one do I choose? They're all equally distasteful. (laughs) Well, there's so many here I could have stuck Uh, in there. (laughs) (laughs) Think that one comes out of the drawer. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Blank? Question mark. Jim will fix it. <laughs> Are we going the female to... orgasm. Jim will fix it. <laughs> A thousand Scottish warriors lifting their kilts in unison. Jim will fix it. <laughs> Daddy's brown sauce. Oh, Jim will fix it. <laughs> New age music. Jim will definitely fix it. <laughs> I think he well and truly did. Okay. Question. What's that sound? Geese. <laughs> Elderly Japanese men. <laughs> Cottaging. <laughs> Is that one answer? <laughs> Combine. Yeah. The morbidly obese. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'll go for elderly Japanese men. <laughs> what is Batman's guilty pleasure? 
Self-loathing. <laughs> Tasteful side boob. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Hot cheese. Ooh. <laughs> All right. When I am a billionaire, I shall erect a 50-foot statue to, to commemorate... A madman who lives in a police box and kidnaps women. <laughs> I don't think anything will beat that, mm, but... Not- uh- Pictures of boobs. <laughs> David Bowie flying in on a tiger made of lightning. <laughs> I've forgotten the question. When I am a billionaire, I shall erect a 50 foot statue to commemorate battlefield amputations. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. But there again, in the spirit of the podcast, it's got to be a madman yep. in a blue box. Yeah. Yeah. Kidnapping women. <laughs> yeah, about sums it up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ready, <laughs> Channel 5's new reality show features eight washed-up celebrities living with Darth Vader. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> the milkman. Okay. Five litres of special brood. <laughs> All way plausible. <laughs> what will I bring back in time to convince people that I'm a powerful wizard? A fetus. <laughs> A mopey zoo lion. <laughs> a brain tumour. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Believe it or not, my next card was druids. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, that, that was the most appropriate, so I'm going to go for fetus. <laughs> I've got another one here, a bleach hole <laughs> <laughs> you saw that one shall we move on before rapidly, rapidly before we get shall we sued? move on from the bleach <laughs> <laughs> I think so <laughs> We've all been watching a film, haven't we? We yes. have. Mm. A very old film. Well, Not quite as old as last time. Not no. quite as old as Metropolis, no. Yeah. <laughs> Only th- 32 years as opposed to sort of 70-odd. Oh. <laughs> well, depends which edition you're talking about. Mm, that's very yes. true. What also... film have we been watching? Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I, I think I've been watching the wrong one. Yeah. I'd better go. Oh, no, Blade Runner. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. Yes. That's set about five years in the future. Yeah, five Indeed. years' time. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was the only mistake, giving it a set date. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it opened that. with yeah. a lot of mushroom clouds and flaming explosions. Boom. Yeah. I, I don't get many of them on my skyline from my bedroom but we window. Are, uh, after last year, we are having a lot of rain. They've got we, that yes. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's It did not enough. stop raining throughout no. the whole no. film, no. did it? No. no. Except in the original cut, where it does at the end. It's For some reason, stops. there's just yeah. a yeah. clear sky. Well, I think and one thing you can definitely say about Blade Runner is it is visually stunning. Oh, it's it something yeah. we mentioned at the time. Yeah, yeah. The, it's the the shadow, the highlighting, the mm. the drifting smoke. I mean, the, there's there's some shots in there is all you can see is the actor's face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and there was light pools. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There was quite a lot of silhouettes while people are talking as well. Yeah, I mean, incredible go, direction. Going by the actual sort of content of the movie, I could say it's the first cyberpunk film made on a big budget. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I suppose so. And it, it all adds up to give a very bleak feel. For oh, this very real world. Yeah, as you were saying, it's the first t- 
time for this film was the first time sci-fi noir mm. was coined. Mm. Yeah. Sci-fi noir. Because yeah. there was points where that, you could have watched it in black and white. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. it yeah. probably would have been better yeah. in black and white. The situations would have been the same, but as I say, obviously, the, it was the future and the settings were you know, different. But as yeah. you say, sort of sci-fi noir, it was basically a, a detective series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Story. Yeah. yeah, completely. Made even more so by the theatrical release due to the voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very, very Raymond Chandler mm. voiceovers. And which version did we watch? We watched the final cut. The we final watched the final cut, cut and mm. then we went back and, and, and we checked out the, the voiceovers mm-hmm. and yeah. the alternate mm. dove scene at the end. Yeah. Yeah. The, the clear sunny sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 jar a bit of that, dude. I think that's one of the things that made this film. You, you think it's 1982. The special effects are stunning. Yeah. And in the final cut, they haven't had to do anything. The thing that amazed me was the special effects. But also, it is a science fiction, but it's one that the science fiction is secondary to the story. Up until then, a lot of films have been science fiction. They've been about the science fiction, yeah. about mm. the androids, the robots, the spaceships. The science, yeah. This isn't. It, this is a straight, serious story. Yeah. Plays straight and Very serious. Very serious. That just yeah. happens to be in yeah. a point you in could, time yeah, when it this, is science fiction. You could, you could quite, with only a couple of tweaks, yeah. story-wise, you could have quite easily dropped this back in the 1920s, the mm. 1930s. The, oh, the, the overriding theme of the film is what makes us human. Yeah, yeah. yeah and the, mm. the science fiction element was more sort of the backdrop. Mm. It was yeah. more yes. sort of the yeah. look and the, the packaging yes. of it. And the, the only jarring bit was the end credits of the original cut. Yeah. All yeah. of a sudden you're looking at snowy mountains yeah, and it's like something out of this one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the Emmerdale title sequence, <laughs> yeah. it didn't quite feel right. There's science fiction there, but it's more hinted at. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always stuff about going off world, Earth is a dump, you don't J- actually see that. J.F. Sebastian, the reason he couldn't get off world because of his genetic ageing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, that, that's, it's just mentioned as a sideline. Yeah. Model work was very good with yeah. this Yeah, well. it really, it really was. The FX really do stand mm, up. I even do now. believe when Blade Runner was in its uh, planning stages, the sci fi illustrator Chris Foss, he was called in as a yeah, conceptual artist. Mm. Mm. Okay. And yeah. uh, you pointed out, Adam, that the yeah. uh, the main tower of the complex oh, yeah. was the, the, the metropolis, the metropolis mm. yeah. design. Yeah. The police tower. Yeah. Which is quite appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> the metropolis influenced that, and then Blade mm. Runner's gone and influenced a whole heck of yeah. film. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you, you look Sorry, at iRobot. iRobot's yeah. mm. got its nod back to Blade yeah. Runner it's so extent. so much as you were saying Firefly and Serenity yeah or the, the merging of the uh, eastern and western yeah. cultures mm-hmm. there yeah. but one thing that marked out uh, Blade Runner for me was the music yeah the soundtrack was amazing mm. and um, I think I pointed out that when we were watching it that the Myth Maker interview yeah. videos that their uh, incidental yeah. music by Mark Ayres has sort of lifted that in fact mm. their, their title music for um, Myth Makers is practically the the closing credits mm. for Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so very the, close. At the yeah. time, certainly around that period, Van Gillis was the man to use. What mm. is it? Mm. Um, uh, you had Cosmos, you had... Uh, <clears throat> Um, Chariots of Fire, mm. Um, mm. Blade Runner, I think it was a two others. If you didn't want Robin Williams... You didn't want that kind of style. You went for Vangelis. Yeah. He did that much more. Robin Williams. John Robin. Williams. John, Robin John. Williams. <laughs> yeah. he went, Vangelis went much more for that mm. yeah. poppy classical Ethereal. music. <laughs> I think what, what you're saying about the look of it, it's very much defined the look of if any film is set at a now unnamed date yeah. on Earth, but is still slightly humanoid and grungy, they've all got that hybrid Japanese signs yeah. and all the rest of it. Yeah. And the fact that this one, and a lot of films have emulated it subsequently, the mix between 
between the very futuristic but also the very ancient. The building Tyrell's house mm. had yeah. that kind of like slightly Egyptian. That's yes. exactly His what I said. Yeah, when we watched it, has this kind of like Aztec-y layout. Yeah. There's a mishmash of old antiquity designs in amongst mm. all the futuristic. I mean, one theme that does run through cyberpunk quite a bit, the Tyrell Corporation, mm-hmm. again, politics and governments, mm. they are sort of shoved into the background. It's very much the big business. Mm, it's very much the big corporations and the big businesses that run, you know, run the show. Like Talk- it is slowly becoming in the <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They choose how to pay your taxes and that sort of thing. Talking <laughs> of big businesses, there was quite a lot of cameos from well-known labels. Oh, yeah. How much did that Coca-Cola oh, yeah. advert oh, cost Coca-Cola? God. TDK. <laughs> Pan Am. It was one of the first films I seem to remember that almost blatantly product placed. Product placed. Mm, yeah, and but it wasn't it. Did I wouldn't say it, so much yeah. blatantly because it kept in with the, the sense, film. the style yeah. of the film. Yeah, yeah. 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 corporation. But the neon lights. They actually did get a bit of flag for it. Yeah, and also that blimp that was going past that had a big advertising sign on it. Yeah, So yeah, it sort of fitted the setting. In terms of performance. I thought Rutger Hauer was absolutely oh, amazing. Yeah, really, yeah. And, and managing to switch from that child trained life. killer mm. yeah. to this child that's only, well, four years old, yeah. you yeah. know, um, has no memories. And he really gave such a strong performance mm. in mm. this. Well, especially at the end where he realises sort of, he's running down, basically. Mm. Yeah. He just stops. You know, he's, always, yeah. he's, just, you know, he's just got his head bowed in, in, in the rain and that's yeah. it. Yeah, the iconic image of... It wasn't Prissy, the other mm. one who does the run... In, in the see-through Zola, Zola mm, in the yeah. see-through that was one of the iconic images her running through the glass in the yeah. see-through Mac being shot <laughs> how many other films have replicated with the see-through Mac yeah, yeah. 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 well she needed it with all that rain about yeah well this lady was wearing it in five doctors indeed <laughs> <laughs> with added mittens yes <laughs> <laughs> and added wedgie of course yeah. Paul, <laughs> and added clothes so, yeah. <laughs> well yeah she wasn't meant to be quite the same thing although <laughs> did have similar hair come to think of it probably yeah, yeah actually yeah and even um, old Harrison Ford well not so old Harrison no, Ford that was the biggest it's shock I'd never seen the film and seeing him so young yeah, yeah. Yeah. you've not seen him when he was young no well, well apart from Star Wars Star Wars mm. yeah. Jenna Jones I have to say I haven't it. seen all of the end yeah, I, I really liked it's... him in this I thought his acting in this was very good at playing that kind of like world weary yeah, yeah mm. deadbeat it... I've had enough kind oh. of character not the anti-hero for a change rather than the Hero, hero. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that caught me by surprise. I mean, it took me quite a while to work out that Decker himself was a replicant. Well, that's, well, is that's, he? The, yeah. that's the question, that's the rumour. Mm. I, I, I think Ridley Scott says yes, but I think it's up to the, it's mm. up to the viewers. I mean, okay, all right, there's two, sort of two, you know, sort of two camps of opinion in this. but I'm not sure. So, I mean, in my mind, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, but there again, when, when he has a dream about a unicorn and um, that other police, police officer, when he does all the origami, yeah. just, mm. happens, maybe, yeah, just happens to leave. Yeah, but then maybe models, he's... You know, Deckard had seen him do a unicorn mm. before and it, because mm. he'd been working with him recently it just Maybe, triggered yeah. a, a mm. dream if, if, if he conclusive. wasn't a replicant he like the girl she apparently doesn't have a, an end date so mm. she doesn't mm. have a four year lifespan yeah. Rachel. She has, Rachel has Rachel. Mm. an unlimited lifespan yeah. like any human depending on the, uh, which version and yet <laughs> she's supposed to be a new advancement that means either everyone's lying to Deckard that he's been in <laughs> mm. this job for years and years yeah. or mm. he's the new advancement because mm. he 
he's supposed to only be four years lifespan. And he he gave up after shooting Nexus Fives because they were too seemed to be too human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he was That's a, the reason why he stopped. He was a, a tad Man. forceful with her, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it bordered on rape. Yeah, this day and age, that is a dubious sex. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, yeah. it was yeah. a bit dubious at the time yeah. as well because it was saying that that she wasn't real. It was yeah. almost like a human sex style mm, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. how we would relate to these things that like seem to property, be human but now yeah. property yeah. and it is that, that slavery thing but mm. at the time he was probably thinking too bad she ain't gonna live <laughs> <laughs> you got fixated over that <laughs> famously they hated each other on set didn't they yes mm. oh yeah so, so that was well, probably there, real there was, oh, yeah. was, get this over with there was a fair amount of tension between those two and Ridley Scott on the set allegedly mm. yeah mm. And not so. in a good way clearly no not in a good Blimey. way we have a nod to our um, other favourite Back to the Future with the Gullwing car yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is yeah all cars in the future going? <laughs> yeah. So so far the three the three films we've reviewed have all linked in somehow. We have the Metropolis Tower yeah. mm-hmm. and we've had the car doors. 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 Yeah. Let's go for break. Yeah. It's a conspiracy, I tell you. Yeah, and this is one of those classic cult films which did really bad. Yeah, it, it mm. bombed mm. first release, but like it's Metropolis. so influential. Oh, yeah, and it's more than made its money back in oh, the years mm, over yeah. the yeah. various DVD, DVD sales and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. How many DVD releases of this are there? Seven. It's <laughs> <laughs> almost doing as oh George Lucas. It's only there's a director's cut. Mm. Were you a bit confused when you were shopping, Gene? Uh, there are apparently... I've got the five-disc Blu-ray version, which yeah. has got okay. five different versions of the film, oh, and I think. Great. Seven versions of this film have been shown for various markets as a result of controversial changes made by the film executive. Yeah. A rush director's cut was released in 82 after strong response yeah, to a work print this in conjunction with the popular video rental you then had um, a basic disc you had the final cut the 25th anniversary <laughs> edition oh, oh and then we actually went into Blu-ray and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. apparently there have been officially seven versions oh, yeah. doing all this from memory I'm using my Nexus 7 <laughs> yes. that's the first thing I thought of when that film came on Oh, you oh. mentioned a tablet. Oh. Google did have problems with actually over mm. that when they came out their next oh, yeah. one. Yeah. They had to get an agreement from uh, whoever yeah. is if it Warner Brothers, whoever ha- owns the uh, owns the film. Yeah, there's been the no Nexus yeah. Six though, has no. there? No, yeah, hasn't. But the next no. one might be. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, a one, a four, well, a five, a seven, mm-hmm. and a ten so far. So okay. if they do release a Nexus mm-hmm. Six, they gotta somehow do it. Every time you, you switch it on, yeah. it'll load the Blade Runner theme tune. Is there going to be a Blade Runner theme tablet? Yeah. Oh, so, so they are. It's even spelt the same as well. They are yeah. muting about doing a, a sequel or. They yes. are. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, so many years later. Yeah, that's it. But yeah. then they've done Prometheus, which is basically a prequel to Alien. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And we saw how bad that was. Well, Moving to the new segment, we've got a He-Man coming. That's yeah. late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is the from same a, director. This although it's mm-hmm. only a reflection of the book, this was from a very famous book called yes. "The Android's Dream of Electric, Electric Sheep," yeah. which yeah. I think is a wonderful it's, title. Yeah. Was it a standalone story? I yeah. was. Yeah. It was a standalone. So anything that comes about is going to have to be. I mean, yeah, it doesn't bear much. The, the, the book, oh, the book, and the film are completely different. Quite a bit of Philip Dick's work has been sort of turned into films. Total Recall that yes, was based we, on. We um, can dream it for you. Hopefully. Yeah, we can remember it for 
wholesale. Yeah. Which, if you look at how that looks, mm. yeah. the look of both versions of Total Recall is very much in the same vein as Blade Runner. Mm. The new mm. one, even more so than the original. Mm. Yeah. Who yes. directed both of them? Sorry, Without looking at my eyes. Do it from memory, Jude. From memory. Do it, woman. Do it for me now. Total Recall. That was not Paul Verhoeven, was it? It might have been. I think it might have been. I think that's the latest one. But it wasn't a Ridley Scott. Not the latest one. The original one. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven did the uh, oh, 1990, <laughs> no, I didn't didn't see any of them, but I knew it was uh, out and about. Yeah, okay. and there's a, a replicant partner sort of character. Ah, hmm. I mean, it's quite interesting. I wonder what it is about films like these that aren't initially big box office successes, but as they say, becomes the zeitgeist of their time. There's something there that yeah. catches oh, into grief, a certain yeah. community or yeah. into the populace enough that becomes this cult thing. I mean, you got a Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. that bombed, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, you know, maybe it's because it doesn't appeal to the general market mm, maybe yeah. that's what it is so it takes a little while for people to well, start appreciating yeah, so it, so it takes a while to filter down, filter down. Yeah. Yeah. but it's still there's still I mean there's lots of films that were, um, Ghost is a classic one as well that was released for one week and they had to bring it back it's obviously got to be something about certain films that drives mm. that because there's 101 mm. films that came out did one week and disappeared and no yeah. one can remember them for love nor money what it is about certain films it's that the, actually maybe just gives the ideas. them yeah, maybe it's the, the films that break the mould the ideas and especially with Blade Runner the design and the directing and it was very different it, yeah. yeah maybe everything even, just came together for that film even now they don't I mean, film okay, so like well, they filmed well yeah. dare yeah, I mention Tron I mean, <laughs> yeah. right. well, I mean you dead <laughs> no I mean because the thing was back in the early 80s I mean okay the digital age was coming in but there wasn't really the concept of an online personality as such oh. yeah whereas sort of fucking, you know, exist, avatars Facebook mm. you know, Twitter things like that that must be on the list I think one of the things with these films though is, is the stories are quite simple mm-hmm. but they're very very touching this one's about the desire to live mm, yeah. realistically you think about it it's everyone's desire the whole slavery thing but this desire that I want to live I want to yeah. go it's beyond my time slaves who have run away and mm. been hunted down by yeah. special sort of policemen yeah. and a lot of films it, really. they deal with a very core emotional element but yeah. don't overcomplicate it and right at the mm. end you, you really feel for uh, the I've forgotten his Rooker name yeah you really end. feel for him as mm. he's shutting mm-hmm. down you understand that he's not completely yeah. bad yeah. you know he just wants the same There's, things as everybody else the characters aren't Justified. one dimensional yeah. the, the characterizations of the characters are very strong and the acting I think mm. and it's, it's when you get a film like that that it just sort of grows on you but it's mm. got to have that whole package to it it's got to not just yeah. look good but very well acted not just one dimensional and this certainly ticked those yeah definitely. <laughs> I do love the title Blade Runner but I still think do androids dream of electricity <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he has some really weird titles. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> it's like Tom Baker's really boy that kicked pigs. Yeah. He had lots of psychological problems, didn't he? Yes, yeah. KD. apparently. Mm. <laughs> right, quotes in 2006 from uh, from Scott. He was asked, "Who's the biggest pain in the ass you've ever worked with?" It's got to be Harrison. Forgive <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> me, because now I get on with him. <laughs> now he's become charming, but he knows a lot. That's the problem.
problem. <laughs> I did so say that actually. I think at that point it, Harrison Ford was, was still on the back of. Um, he, it was an established mm, name. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was on the back of Star Wars. Mm, and had he Indiana done, Jones. Indiana He'd done at, at least point. one India. India so I think it, there is that point. It's human nature. You've got to come on. I'm the star. Oh, but but uh, strangely uh, enough, what, what, it, <laughs> it didn't pull in the punters. It still <laughs> flopped. What was her name? Sean Young. Sean Young. Yeah. She has a reputation in quite a few films. Oh, really? Of being um, a diva. Difficult, shall yeah, we say. I mean, that's difficult. In very much. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. just down to her programming. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Harrison Ford is famously not uh, too happy with the voiceover stuff, is he? Well, he'll right? be happy to know that we didn't bother with it. Yeah, I was still obliged to work for these clowns that came out in writing one bad voiceover after another. <laughs> <laughs> Voiceovers were nothing to do with Ridley Scott, were they? They, no. were, they were the suits. Yeah. And it, mm. I mean, Which is vo- why they weren't in Director's Cup. They yeah. wasn't there in the first yeah. place. Yeah. The voiceovers didn't add anything no. to anything. Because no. 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 when he started the first voiceover explaining everything, you know, we would have discovered the, the, that anyway. It was a bit intrusive from the yeah. first one. But there again, for a film noir, that was very much the case. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can see why they mm. might have thought it was a I mean, idea, it used to be... It was, it, it was a dark mm. rainy day when oh, she walked yeah. my door. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And he said it was such little feeling. Yeah, which I it, suppose, it, again, is, is the way you're meant to do it. In yeah. well, as I said, you, you can are. hear him re- reading off the cue cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. tucking, I mean, eyes To rolling. some extent, there is a nicety of rounding off the story, finding out that she's got an indefinite lifespan and they get away. But that's also the twee yeah. kind mm, of ending. Exactly. Yeah. The green death. Nowadays, they would put in, because of, not necessarily the Americans, but the Americans movie industry seems to want everything to have a happy mm. ending it's all a little so, too neatly so round. that yeah. would have been it I do like the way it finished where they go in the lift into the lift yeah into the elevator and yeah. you don't know yeah. are they going to mm. get away that's it and it leaves you to your own imagination yeah. uh, awesome snowy mountain tops yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if it was done done now they would have left the the twee cutesy ending indeed they yeah. did mm. I'm not sure about the director's cup certainly the final cut doesn't have it yeah I'm, just, I'm not so sure considering some of the panicking suits out there. We're going to do the second egg. Guess what's in the egg? Another kinder surprise. Okay, so... What will surprise be? Spider-Man! I went against the mould last time, didn't I? Mm. Spidey! Stephanie, Marvel superhero. Yes, again, it looks like a Marvel superhero. Mm. Okay, okay, in that case, I'm going to go for... World Peace. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. He's got a film coming up. Yeah. (laughs) What about Superman? Can he be Mm. in there? No, No. I'm not sure. I'd I'd say Iron Man. Oh man, okay. Cool. Let's open Come on. the up. Quick, give me some characters, quick. Uh, uh, I, okay, Iron <laughs> Man, Hawkeye, um, um, Black Widow, yeah. uh, Spider Man. Mm, um, Spider Man. Black Widow, Spidery, Black Widow. A Black Widow, eh? Black what have we got? Widow. Oh, it's pink. It is the uh, Goblin, I believe. That's the oh, one I said the first yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> For a moment, it's I thought it was Tinky like Winky. It's got a Teletubby baby. It's got yeah. a baby head. <laughs> the Green goes, Goblin. Could you change his head for. I think you can change. I think I can chain the head. Mm-hmm. Hulk, Hulk's gone missing though. Yeah, that is trouble. Trouble. Where is Hulk? This. Seriously, it looks like a telly tummy. <laughs> Where's the Hulk? The Hulk's gone on a rampage yes. from Crawley. You think we'd be able to hear it's it? It's a telly tummy. It. it is. Now, according oh, oh. to the instructions here, warning: do not eat choking hazard. Mm. Your heads are meant to go together. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, okay. Ooh, quite because, a way. Like, like, like join the head. I don't know. <laughs> it makes it makes them look like conjoined twins. Yeah. <laughs> 
And turns me into Kenneth Williams, apparently. Oh, oh. oh. chocolate egg. Mm. <laughs> nom, nom, down in nom. one, down nom, in nom, one, nom. down in one. <laughs> now it looks like Barney making out with the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Super de duper. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Wait till you see what they produce. <laughs> Thank you. The, the pur- Mr. Blobby. The purple <laughs> goblin. Purple headed. Uh, the the pur- green goblin. The purple headed people eater. <laughs> That's a bit bizarre. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh. Ta-da! Yeah, their skulls <laughs> taken off, and they their their two bottom halves, their heads put together. It's a mutant. Okay. Mutant. Why any of you ever thought that'd be a good idea? I don't. Answers to Kinder Chocolate at. Speaking of heads. Uh oh. Oh no. Maybe likes a bit of head. Are you going to try to swap his with the Hulk's head? Yeah, we can make it a three head. an Easter egg. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, well, sh- share a bit of Kinder yeah, with him. Yeah, give him Kinder. Kinder. Uh, yeah, she likes a bit of Kinder. Kinder. No wonder he doesn't look too happy. He's glaring at me. He tires of our insolence. Oh, no. He's flaring his new Happy shoes. Easter! Hello, Ostara. Ostara, yes. And other assembled... Plastic mm. toys, dangerous and churches, the, uh, no. the Hulk, ashes Goblin, conjoined, yeah, conjoined Goblin Hulk. Yes, yes. this house is getting weirder <laughs> and weirder. We need I more shelves. Coming in in daylight. We <laughs> need more shelves. It's terrible, isn't it? Overrun with junk. The thing is, you have no wall space left for your shelves. <laughs> These walls are only holding up the house. Once again, dear listeners, it's that time of this podcast where you send us in your feedback. We only got one letter, though. They don't uh, want to write to us. Can we remind them where we are, please? We're right here, mm. everybody. Yes. You can yeah. write to us at... Show at... Staggeringstories.net We have a letter here from... Naya! Hello, Naya! What are you doing? Hello, staggering storytellers and their assorted minions. Mm. Boy. <laughs> minions. Mm. <laughs> I promised you a 221B con report. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Report. And- here it is. Last year, 221B Con roared out of nowhere to become the destination for America mm. and some English Sherlock Holmes fans. Uh-huh. Now that the ConCom has passed their inaugural outing where they expect 75 to 100 people and shut down registration at 660, <laughs> they've grown in both reputation and experience. Yeah. This year's membership topped 850 people and I won't be surprised if next year they hit 1,000 the largest group of members were the Sherlock fans but they were also representing uh, representatives discussing Elementary Granada Holmes and the Guy Ritchie movies other video adaptations and the books there were also panels regarding other fan favourite shows such as Night Vale Doctor Who and Cabin Pressure John (laughs) Fimor live tweeted answers to questions at the cabin pressure panel mm-hmm. and before I even mentioned the panels about Fanish culture like Fanon hedgehogs and otters alternative universes and costuming costuming mm. is a big thing at 221B Con many <laughs> people bring different costumes to wear each day some are straight up recreation of characters like Janine wearing a purple bridesmaid's dress or Irie wearing nothing a, at all 
<laughs> yeah, actually, it says Irene wearing very little. <laughs> oh, you're right. Some are insider jokes based off of cartoons by fans, and some are just creative alternative takes. Yeah. This year's standouts were Sherlock characters reimagined as Playboy bunnies. Yes, I've seen the pictures of the bunnies. Bunny Artie had a little crown. Millie Hopper wore la- uh, lab gloves and so on. Mm-hmm. My favourite photo of the year was catching Bunlock and John Hobson <laughs> reenacting Riken Bunny Falls <laughs> with a couple of cell phones and a bench in the hotel lobby. <laughs> there is also charity drives to benefit Beacon Society, which teaches illiterate children to using Sherlock Holmes. There was a straight-up auction with things like tea blends named after characters and a quilt that looked like the 221B door and rare books bought in $2,000. But most creative was the ship war for charity. <laughs> there were boxes at registrations with name of potential match-ups for Sherlock, John Locke, Warston, John and Mary, Sherry Locke, Sherlock and Molly, <laughs> etc. for about a dozen pairings. And you voted by putting money in a box. The money was counted regularly so people could see where they stood. So instead of fighting at panels over who was better, one true pair people were running ATM machines to make sure their ships were the head of the race. John right. Locke came first with a very appropriate $221 <laughs> and the war itself brought in $650 for the Beacon Society. Oh. They've already announced next year's charity war and will be voting for your favourite Holmes and Watson pair of actors. Okay. All of this plus tea costume contests and live radio show if you like Sherlock Holmes Atlanta in April is the place to be Naya wow. yeah. thank you Naya, thank you, Naya. Yeah. Yeah. I saw some of the pictures she sent up of the Cumberbatch bunnies yeah. oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um, oh they, they were good <laughs> they were quite bad to me <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh dear Oh dear. Is there any other news? Any other letters? Any? So we'll check anything else to come in, but I don't think so. Perhaps we've thrown them by doing it so early, and tonight we're going to have a flood. No, I think that is it, unfortunately. No, I don't mm. think so. It's because it's this old rubbish we're looking at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah quite that's probably. It. Quite yeah. probably. Trust people have an opinion on uh, Blade Runner. Oh. Yes, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> oh, in that case, I suppose we better go on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oi. <sighs> Say goodbye, Crumbly. <laughs> goodbye, Crumbly. Goodbye, Crumbly. Goodbye, Crumbly. Goodbye, Crumbly. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Aww. Aww. But never fear. <laughs> Just heard this dying groan in the corner. <laughs> He's got to edit it without the timing. Like He's been a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> Rage. <laughs> You won't find any initials. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the most brainy of us is the head of Perming. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. something like a walnut now. Yeah, mm, that's why he's looking down on this. Yeah. Anyway, that, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Uh, but never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity, and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. So until that, what letter shall we have? P. OP? OP. 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 <laughs> so until that. 
<laughs> come on, come on, you can do it. Oh, the between the two. Opaque. Opaque protuberance. <laughs> <laughs> you leave my protuberances out of it. Of promise. <laughs> Comes postulating down upon us. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly Sam, singing. Goodbye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 183, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. remember the day there's whole there was a bar nearby there were whole conventions that I sort of like I remember one time me and Cam worked out and we went to more convention where we had toes and fingers for and I can only ever remember about four or five (laughs) I've got these photographs it's like got to the bar (laughs) there were whole parts of my brain that are like blank blank I was so rough the next day. I mean, seriously, that was that was alcohol poison. Oh. I don't think I've drunk that much alcohol yet. I say yet. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't since. The naivety of youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The next day I had to have a three-course meal with Ian Mars, Richard Franklin, not Nick Courtney, and, that kind of, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I was sitting Ian Martin looking oh. at him going... Oh, film! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thankfully, we, I wasn't the only one that had a rough night. <laughs> we know what you're doing, we know what you're doing. Actually, we don't, we have a clue. <laughs> no, it involves a snake, I'm probably. Stroking my monkey. <laughs> That's what we suspect is. <laughs> Oop. <laughs> Oh, pardon me. What? <laughs> that didn't sound like it came out your mouth at all. <laughs> so better tell them where we are. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're there. We're, We're everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so what's our first segment? Mark. Nark. Mm. Mark of the Narc Rani. Of the Rani. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I, thought said, I thought you said Nark. Yeah, Nark of the Rani. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, but there again, I mean, that always reminds me of the time when I went to see um, oh, uh, Macbeth <clears throat> with Paul Darrow. I, mean, I love the fact that you started with I Remember <laughs> and then went... Uh, the, oh, <laughs> the Scottish play. No, not, not the Macbeth bit. <laughs> the Darrow bit? The Darrow bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I mean, here's Avon. <laughs> yes, Mm. That's all he ever mm. is, though. I have seen him in nothing where he yeah. has actually given me any impression yeah. that he could do anything other than Avon. No. And now, dear listeners, for your delight in delectation, we present our waffling on about Doctor Who's... <clears throat> I'll say that again. I can start with some conviction. <laughs> <laughs> Kidnapping women. Boxing kidnaps women. (laughs) (laughs) And he does kidnap the other occasional Mm. man as well. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah. He's an equal opportunity kidnapper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a women a bit more. Depends on his incarnation. (laughs) You've got to mix things up, you know. You've got to mix things up. Third Doctor liked his men in uniform. (laughs) Oh, yes, he did. God, Gillen. Yeah. These, these premises are guided by a Karen Gillen. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
don't know why I did the sock that dog sound there, but I just... <laughs> <laughs> Well, as long as the dog had hot pants on, I'm sure everyone mm. would be satisfied. <laughs> do you save a special amount of spit so you can do that? Oh, <laughs> She ain't gonna live. <laughs> <laughs>